We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Crack and crack and edit in there. Get it back on. Both Newcastle players clearly fancy it. Says it would have to be something special from here. It's Robert. And just how special. I think that's enough. No, 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 no. The best ones last. Did that take you like two minutes? Took us about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> I love, I love how it was just the original theme song with just a five-second clip on loop, <laughs> which was the start. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. This is the True Faith Radio Show. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. At least we're on air this week on time. <laughs> for once, I <laughs> breaking the habits of a lifetime. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in this week. As you probably definitely realised from the uh, intro, with special clips from Newcastle's Champions League campaign. Uh, seems a long time ago now because it's what because it was. Uh, we're concentrating on the seasons two thousand one two seasons two thousand two three, 
in seasons two thousand three four as Ben uh, disappears for five minutes. <laughs> Stay by mate. Yeah, so you <laughs> got no interest in football from the so, yeah. early two thousands. Yeah, thank God he's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, so sorry. Uh, we may as well start off with a with a kind of broad introduction. Um, these seasons are fondly remembered by many. How old were we at the time? We were about thirteen, fourteen. Yes. So just just coming to the age where you start getting into going to football matches, and obviously it was perfect timing for us, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I think we're joined by special guest this week. Nice to have you here, Mickey. You all right? Hello. Just, just totally you? interrupted my, my yeah. interrupt. <laughs> Better late than never, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound really enthusiastic, Mike. When, when, uh, yeah, I'm delighted to be here. Delighted. When, when did we start calling him Mike? I know, that's yes. just come about recently and I, no. I'm not a fan of it. We're, we're, ba- we're back in 2003 when all I did was call him Mike because it was Mike Collin hit by a car. That's how I remember him. <laughs> Moving on to the football than this terrible teenage uh, banter. <laughs> yeah, so without further ado, you can get in touch uh, like you can every week using the True, F- the True Faith uh, po- um, Facebook page. Um, you know, stick any memories you've got on there. Also, Twitter, you can tweet us at TFWeeklyPod. Or use the hashtag TF Radio Show, and we'll read out any memories, uh, questions, requests anyone has. Not for music, that would be inappropriate, but uh, football memories, that kind of thing. So well, one of these days, maybe a bit of music. But yeah, uh, one of these days. Uh, we're going to go through season by season, uh, talk about the great games, players, matches, what went right, what went wrong. Um, Sai, why don't you start us off then? Uh, have you got a game for us this week? Oh yeah, um, I do. So, you, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, yeah. Uh, anyone who's been listening in the last few weeks, I do a game Once. where I list some players who played with this player who has a Newcastle link. Um, so I'll give a list of players that this player has played alongside them for Newcastle or for another team at some point in his career. Um, I'll cr- start off with the, the old classic, Sherlock Ramiobi. Is it Diego Gavalan? <laughs> Good guess, but no, not, not quite. No. Okay, cheers, I'll Diego Gavalan. We'll get we'll get more clues from you throughout the show. Sorry. Well, should I give you another one to narrow it down because Shola? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give us another one now. Yeah, I'm right. writing down Diego Gavalan. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say when you said that Diego Gavalan, I was like, Diego no, Gavalan. definitely not. I don't think Diego Gavalan counts. No, no Diego Gavalan. If that's a clue. Okay. Uh, I'll give you Nobby Solano. Nobby Solano. Also Newcastle. Yeah. Yes. Can you confirm which generation? Yeah, which spell? What do you mean? Which, is there another Nobby spell? Solano? Like, has he got a kid <laughs> called Nobby Solano? He played for us twice. Um, no, that would be given. That would be too much help. Okay, moving on. The rest of the show <laughs> means we'll get started properly. Um, kind of, we'll start off with the two thousand and one two season. I don't know how much you all know about this season individually, lads, and how uh, you know engaged you were back then. But it's my favourite ever season as a Newcastle fan. I was thirteen. So didn't get to too many games, but got got to more than a few. I think the main difference, if you were, if you were looking back back then, two two big things. Number one, getting a ticket for the match was a big deal because every game was a sellout, and because we had so many season ticket holders, allegedly forty two thousand or something like that. You you know, getting a ticket was a big deal. I remember queuing up outside the old box office where Terrace Bar is now, many an hour, yeah. not getting tickets for games. They also used to release tickets for games together so on like you know on a tuesday morning 10 o'clock when the box office opens you'd get like 
Leeds, Sunderland and Leicester all at home oh, yeah, for yeah, sale yeah. at once. And it would be that nightmare <laughs> scenario of getting to the front after about 208, hoping to get Leeds and Sunderland tickets and going, we've got Leicester level 7 <laughs> family enclosure left. <laughs> but yeah, so, so different times there. I mean, uh, Miggy, your recollections of this season, did you get them any games? I was used to take it in time, actually. Um, used to go with my mum, my dad, my brother. I think I was 11. Um, so, to, to be honest with you, my memory's a little hazy. I've been doing a bit of um, a bit of a search over the, the last couple of days. Um, I do remember that like, those times were just so exciting. We had so many exciting players, which it just couldn't be more opposite of what it was like at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we may as well talk about that season then we'll, 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 we'll jump into it and how about this for a transfer window uh, incoming that summer were Craig Bellamy for £6 million Robbie Elliott on a free Laurent Robert for £9.5 million Silda, Sylvain Distan on loan and Jermaine Genus joined in January um, when he was decent not not a bad start of the season that was it Ben <laughs> yeah absolutely but I mean I think um I remember uh, Robert when he first signed. He's obviously the the big coup of the summer. Um, yeah. We lost out on Zenden, thank God. <laughs> that, I'm, I'm sure that was the case. It was the big chase between us and Chelsea for Bolo Zenden, mm. and he went there and was just hideously average. We've had a few sort of close misses with players like that. Sort of Dick Cout. Dick Cout was exactly yeah. the other one I was going to say. Where we've, we've actually been I done a favour. I, I would have taken Dick Cout. I thought Cout was an excellent player. Yeah. yeah, he got played on right wing though. Mm. It was you say excellent play. He was he was signed as a like. He was one of these scored fifty eight goals 50, yeah. in thirty Pro- games prolific. in Holland. Yeah. Whereas you compare him to Van Nistelrooy, who had yeah. a similar sort of record, and you compare the two in the Premier League, there, there is no <laughs> real comparison, to be honest. Now I think I'm going back to um, <laughs> the, the season uh, that we're focusing on. There, um, as, as you say, I think Robert had a, a. I don't think a huge amount of. Well, I didn't really know anything about him before that. Um, but just the, the first few games, just sort of, he's just remember his shots, that thunderbolt of a left foot. Um, it was just unbelievable. I mean, obviously, over the years, some of the goals he scored, it, it was just a real exciting time to have, have sort of players like that um, that could also deliver a ball, which uh, is something we, we don't particularly have at the minute. Allegedly, it was a you know hot topic at the time. We may as well talk about Lauren Repair, one of my favourite all time Newcastle players. Much hated or you know, there's a lot of uh, people were not fans of his. He was m- much maligned, is probably yeah, the, maligned the football is probably a better word. Yeah, um, <laughs> well done, Sai. Yeah, at the t- I mean, imagine that. Imagine if uh, it's it's kind of what what um, what Ben Arthur became to to Pardew, the the left winger who didn't do any defending. But back then, because it was Bobby Robson, because of a class, it was okay. Uh, but like say, the fans kind of didn't appreciate so much. Maybe at the time, he, he got a lot of stick for. For maybe not contributing much to who would have been the left back at the time, Robbie Elliott. Uh, Robbie Elliott, Just before Wayne, Bernard, Wayne Quinn. <laughs> Did uh, Bernard, 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 the Bernard, Bernard came on. Yeah, he came on in the one hundred two season. Oh, right. Um, possibly talk about him a little bit later. But yeah, I mean, the thing about Robert is it, it was proven quality, and he had some stinkers for Newcastle, particularly <laughs> towards the end, where he wasn't really trying. But that for those first two three seasons, he was exceptional. Unbelievable one, yeah. I mean, he's kind of one of those players where he could spend all game. Passing the ball out of play, hitting the wrong man. <laughs> oh, just, oh, one or two, he got the most assists in the Premier League. I was just about to say, it's kind of proven quality, was wasn't class. it? It's like was you, you sign the player back then, well, most players back then, for 9.5 million. And obviously, yeah. f- football economics hasn't changed as much because you've got the crazy transfers at the top. 
but now like that was Newcastle's most expensive signing that summer. You'd expect Newcastle's most ex- signing, expensive signing this summer to be about the same about the same level. Yeah. But yeah, Robert, one of my favourite players. And like you say, I was just trying to get some stats up from. I mean, overall in his Newcastle career, thirty goals in one hundred and twenty games, one and four for, one a, four for a left winger. winger. It's yeah. class. Thirty-two goals. Is it? There's an absolutely unbelievable compilation of his goals on YouTube, and the, the all in particular his last five or six are just rockets. Yeah. I mean, Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy wasn't a bad signing either. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a massive punt really because Coventry had just been relegated, and he that signed Bellamy and Hartson to mm. take them on to the next level and end up going down. <laughs> yeah. Six million pounds was, you know, viewed by many many people to be a punt. It was just a different time. Bobby Robson knew exactly what he's doing. He had Alan Shearer. He had an, you know a, a goal scorer. He needed some pace alongside him, a complementary striker. You just don't get that now. Like, like oh, we've got one striker who's got all these attributes. What would complement him perfectly? Yeah. So Bobby Robson knew exactly what he was yeah. doing. Bobby I mean, Bellamy. I think we had a good blend as well of, of experience and youth. I mean, as you say, we bought Bellamy and Janus that season um, to go along with uh, the likes of Dyer and um, and sort of Schurler coming through and people like that. And it was yeah. just a, a good, exciting time when you had also the likes of Shearer, Solano. Obviously, Robert came yeah. in that season. Impact. We're just we're just much more balanced. Yeah, the two players. There. Bellamy ended up with the young player of the year for that year. Genus got it the following season, so like you're right, we've got these yeah. perfect, perfect. We've just had uh, we've just had um, Glenn Ashcroft as well tweet in saying Lauren Robert was better than Janola, more goals, more assists, and played longer. I think that's spot on, <laughs> and it's weird, isn't it? How obviously us and Glenn <laughs> share the same opinion, um, but Newcastle fans hold Janola in a much, or seemingly hold Janola in a much higher esteem yeah. than they do Robert. Obviously, Janola was part of a more successful side, but as Glenn writes out. Uh, Glenn points out, uh, you know, more goals, more assists. You know, if crack and play for NUFC, really, mm. really good. Quite great buy in the end. Yeah. We may as well start. Oh, my favourite player of all time, <laughs> without a doubt. We may as well start talking about uh, the season itself, and it was starting mid July in the Intertoto Cup, and it was really funny because this season, for years afterwards, everyone would reference, "Oh, the Intertoto Cup, yeah. <laughs> it starts fantastic if you have the Intertoto <laughs> Cup." When we played in it twice and had horrific starts in the Roder and um, Souness, I think. But we're kicked off in the middle of July away in Belgium at Lochran, 4 0. I remember the game was live on Eurosport, which was a bit of a coup. We then did 1860. How do you remember that? It's my favourite season, mate. It was a really, really good year. I 13. remember it from when I read it on Wikipedia earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> well, does it, would Wikipedia mention the channel it was broadcast on, Sai? Maybe. Depends on the source. <laughs> uh, we beat 1860 Munich home and away. Cracking games. Those, I remember uh, the East Stand being closed for redevelopment. The season uh, that season at the start when they kind of they took all the boxes out of the east stand and made it into the one solid set yeah. seats it is yeah. now oh, interesting yeah um, and then obviously the disaster came when we drew away in what Trois 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 I think it was Trois um, nil nil away from home and then one of the weirdest games I've ever seen four four at home which was go on away goals <laughs> Trois celebrated like they were the Champions League well go, go out we just lost the final that was it. It was wasn't a final, it? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, forgot, yeah, I forgot it was a it final. Was, it was, it was one, of, one of three finals, wasn't it? That's how the <laughs> yeah, there was, there was three there was winners. Three yeah. Finals, yeah. Bizarre. But yeah, Didn't ben, we go for, like 4-0 or 4-1 down in that game? When, when, 4-1 down. When yeah. 1-0 up after two minutes, Solano from miles outside the box, then they just absolutely tore. They played like Barcelona, <laughs> tore it to pieces <laughs> before the last five or seven minutes or something. I'd love to know. Roy like, Chula and Luar Luar on. It was like, <laughs> right, lads. I'd, I'd love to know if any of that Twat team like made anything because I literally just remember not remembering any of them. It's just a completely They had a lad team. who looked a lot like Christian Carambu, but wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you went to that game, Ben. Yeah, it was just, as you say, it was 
just a bizarre game. I mean, you basically with five minutes to go, you're thinking, how, like, chance for a bit of silverware, we'll never get it. Um, how, how are we getting beat off this team? Especially after we'd had such a comfortable run to, to, the, to that yeah. stage. Uh, we'd battered everyone. And Twa were pretty much an unknown French team, really, at the time, um, to myself anyway. And um, it was just to, to be 4 1 down, thought, how has this come to this? Within a few minutes, obviously, as you say, towards the end of the game, somehow got back into it. We're lucky and we're obviously push, pushing, the, um, pushing them back. And I can't remember if, if we'd ever got a chance to win it, but it was just that excitement. Oh, yeah, I think when we realised there was time left. And yeah. As I said before the show, two hour race and so much time. But it, it was just a really exciting game. It was one of the best sort of early experiences, I remember, of, of going to a match. And um, just the, the atmosphere was absolutely rocking, obviously, towards the end. And it was just a brilliant game. Yeah, Glenn's been back in touch on Twitter and said he, he never saw them. He reckons Janola had nicer underpants than Robert after Robert's sweaty <laughs> strip <laughs> last day of the season. But we don't need that kind of smut on the show, Glenn. What was that? Um, <laughs> you, what? You just read it out. Was that serious? <laughs> joking, joking. When Robert... Yeah, yeah, when he basically pied it. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, we may as well move on to that season because we've got a lot to get through. Crack and start. Uh, Drew won one away at Chelsea. Bolo's end and scored, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Clarence Acuna equalised and we went on a, a cracking little run which involved we drew the home derby with the Magnums I don't know if you remember that Kevin Phillips scored and then um, Bellamy kind of endeared himself to Newcastle fans with a, a really good goal um, beat Middlesbrough Steve McLaren's Middlesbrough <laughs> newly installed Steve McLaren's Middlesbrough 4-1 <laughs> at the Riverside that yeah Robert announced himself goal, Shearer. Yeah, that. and then obviously like a, a great day probably one of the, the days of the season uh 4-1 4-3 sorry at home to Manchester United did you, you did you say one of that match sign? no my first ever Newcastle league game was Aston Villa which I'm sure you're going to come oh, on we'll come on over yeah that Man U game was, was memorable for a lot of reasons I mean Arsenal actually won the league this season but Man U had won three league seasons in a row before that so beating Man U I mean we'd done it the previous well, we're unbeaten won a little bit of unbeaten run against them at home but Robert announced himself with a three kick uh, and this all equalised and then eventually you know we managed to pull a, a 3-1 victory then man you pulled it back to 3-3 and then Shearer scored a goal that was later credited to West Brown own goal and that was that's when everyone started believing I kind of got the feeling at the time that Newcastle finished 11th the previous two seasons Bobby Robson wasn't under pressure as far as we could know as 13 year olds not, not exactly playing a close close attention to the media but beating Middlesbrough was good but beating man you 4-3 really really set everyone up thinking this is a decent team we've got here yeah. Mickey with it as a season ticket holder do you remember the game? I remember the Man United game, yeah. Um, just because we were class. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember who, who scored the goals. Can you remember? Yes. <laughs> yeah, go on, Ben. Rebecca got... Was, that a, was it a free, free kick? kick. Uh, Unbelievable free yeah. kick. Um, I remember... I, I, rem- I think I remember, though, because Veron had just signed for Man U that year, I think. Yeah, he had. For, like, a world... Rec- I so don't know if it was the record at the time, but it was, like, 28 million or something. Yeah, I'm something sure it was... Like Huge fee. And, um, Ron and Van Nistelrooy, both signs. Yeah, Turned um, up against um, Andy O'Brien and Nicholas Davies. They were never conceded three. <laughs> but um, I remember thinking, oh, he, he'll be a brilliant Mike player. Mike Williamson of uh, 10 years ago, Andy O'Brien. But <laughs> 10 times the player Mike Williamson will ever be. Um, in true Newcastle United form, oh, the other girls that game, so it was what? Robert, then Van Nistelrooy equalised, then Rob Lee scored from outside the box. I think there was a deflection involved, I'm not sure. Davies yeah, they won the bounce over the keeper. Yeah, uh, bounced over the keeper. Davies Ass made it 3-1, then Giggs and Veron made it threes each before Shearer won it at the end. And Roy Keane got sent off again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the one where he um, 
punch the, the infamous. Cord, punch the cord out the hands. Oh, it wasn't the one way through the ball. It yeah, yeah, he did, oh, that as, we did that, that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in true Newcastle form went to West Ham the following week live on Sky 4pm kickoff. everyone absolutely bouncing and Glenn Road as West Ham tore a new one <laughs> did with 3-0 did and it was kind of we became known at the start of that season as the horrific, the most inconsistent team I mean apart from those draws against uh, Chelsea and Sunderland to start off with something like the next 10 games were won lost won lost ridiculous <laughs> inconsistency so after after losing at West Ham, we beat Leicester at home, who went down that season and were terrible, 1-0. We then lost at home 2-0 to Liverpool, um, which was disappointing live on Sky again. Then turned up with uh, Sam Allardyce's Bolton, who were like second in the league or something at the time. Was that the year uh, like Ricketts broke out? Yeah, yeah, Michael Ricketts absolutely real. smashed it. Did them 4-0. Ricketts has got to be good, hasn't he? Like, <laughs> at that point, everyone was talking about him, like, nexting them forward. Well, he got, he got a cap, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Him and Heskey up front. <laughs> Defenders beware. <laughs> And then uh, toothless uh, comes to mind. The kind of poor, well, I say poor home form, but we lost two 0 to Spurs and uh, Glenn Hoddle when Bobby Robson tried some kind of five three two three five two system and we just got what, turned straight over. straight out of the Glenn Hoddle uh, book of yeah, I'm sure Gus Boyer scored or something like that. And then we went on a real real run uh, shortly after, but the culmination of the you know just before the run started was that three 0 against Villa side. One of your favourite games. Your well, first ever game? First league game, first league game. I'd been to a couple of European and What have you been doing for, for the past 13 years? As you said at the start of the show, it was really hard to get a, a, a ticket, especially to a league match. There was no way you were just getting one off off, off, the, you know, off your own back. My dad's a Man U fan, as you know, so it wasn't like I was always the, the first thing on the, on the list. But yeah, so it was a mate who had a season ticket and he couldn't go for some reason. That's how I got, I got to the game. It wasn't like I went... I didn't live in town. There was no way I was ever getting there waiting at the box office at 8 o'clock on a, on a weekday um, <laughs> some of us had to go to school Dodgy <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so I, I also went to school but sometimes <laughs> some things just, are, just are more important it, yeah. Yeah, fun, some, so, sometimes I wonder why I'm not one how I'm not one of these like Raji Newcastle fans who's just never happy and like really angry now because of how bad we've got because <laughs> when I first started going to matches I, just, I was just gifted with mint results yeah. where, like, didn't never seem to lose like that was my first game uh, I went to Derby this season 1-0 but I think my first eight or nine Newcastle League matches in a row, we just <laughs> never, we never lost. Well, and, uh, went on, went on quite a run after we, after that Villa game when Shearer scored. Well, I, I, I was just going to say actually, it's quite funny that that was your first game because my the Everton game before that was my first ever away game yeah, as well. One win. Um, where it's <laughs> one of the most hilarious goals I've ever seen. Um, Bellamy put her ahead when it's uh, basically just a punt upfield. Um, Paul Gerrard in nets for for Everton. Basically came out, tried to punch the ball, and ended up taking uh, Abel Xavier's head off. Uh, Abel Xavier, obviously the man with a ridiculous sort of <laughs> bleached, uh, yeah, just yeah. tough to done, done for drugs. Yeah, um, but uh, he absolutely smashed, smashed <laughs> Xavier, who was out unconscious for about five minutes after it. it was literally stopped the game. Uh, but Bellamy, obviously a true professional, basically just looked around, had the, had a wide open net. Didn't I mean forget your Decanio picking the ball up when the players hit whatever. <laughs> Bellamy did the right thing, put the ball in the back of the net and we're away one 0 And uh it was just a class game. I think Solano scored um Acuna scored later on and then uh yeah. But it was just uh, I was sat in the um my, my brother was at it was a, he's a Liverpool fan, he was at Liverpool University um at the time and I'd gone down to stay with him. Um and uh yeah he took us to that game we sat in the Everton uh area and it was just I forgot where I was a few times like screw like jumping up celebrating the Bellamy <laughs> goal while everyone around has given us happy looks it was uh, yeah. dodgy 
But yeah, I mean, up until the point, I think, which you won all the way at Charlton, and that was the well, first... Uh, sorry, I don't, want to, well, I don't want to interrupt. I've just interrupted you. Um, <laughs> like, we haven't talked about Shearer's goal in that Aston Villa game. Like What a goal. Like how like My first league well, game, watching... It was a big game because Newcastle were sixth and Villa were top of the league. Unbeaten. Yeah, no, you're right. It was, meant to, it was meant to be a really tough game, and then yeah. Rob Lee pings the ball in from a, like the halfway line, <laughs> and I was I was actually in the Gallagher. That was my first game, just just in front of where Shearer smacked that ball in like, across the goal. I've never I've never felt anything like it. That's probably how lucky I am to have fallen in love with football at that exact moment. Like oh, that was <laughs> it for me. Like season ticket the following season and never never look back. We'll have to crack on because it's not the year one oh two show. We'll have other seasons to get through. But <laughs> on the first of December I think I think Newcastle were fifth, sixth, seventh between those places and no one was really talking about the league or even the Champions League that much. I think Europe was a uh, the UEFA Cup was was the big aim. We then went on a six game win or five game winning streak where we turned over Ipswich at their place one nil. Did Blackburn at home two one Livia Bernard's debut. Gary Speed scored a cracker so did Bernard to come from behind then the the kind of two games that everyone remembers that season for a lot of people remember that season for winning away at Arsenal Monday night I think three yeah. one uh, first time in twenty seven games yeah. or thirty games or something like that <laughs> I read I read something recently how Yuri Geller like takes credit for that <laughs> apparently he um I think he was some somebody knew his manager or something uh, was a Newcastle fan and obviously he'd heard about this case. So he did something like he ran around Highbury like nine times or something, <laughs> and, and and thinks that was the difference. So that's basically Saul Campbell bringing down Robert twice was there. Yeah. It was all Yuri Geller. So possibly, cheers, Yuri. Possibly neither of which were actual pens, but we got them. <laughs> cheers, Yuri. Um, also, oh no, sorry. I think Robert scored one and one was a pen. But that that was a typical. There was never a penalty as well. That was a typical game where Arsenal just tore us apart for the first half an hour. Yeah. Took the lead, then Ray Parler gets sent well, off. That was the unreal Arsenal team as well, wasn't it? Sort of. Oh well, yeah, we wanted to went on to win the league. We then did Leeds in a mental game Saturday just before Christmas. No better feeling than what well, was the Saturday before Christmas going down to Leeds, who were a good team at the time and up right up there, turning them over four three was something pretty special with yeah. you know coming back from 3-1 down Solano was scoring the winning goal Leeds were a good team back then uh, didn't lose many at home we then did Middlesbrough 3-0 again Steve McLaren thanks <laughs> uh, 3-0 on Boxing Day and then there was kind of it always seems to happen with Newcastle and we'll come on to it in the the, the 0-2-0-3 season as well when the going got really really tough under Robson or when the, the big games came around and you're like if we'd have just picked up points here or there we might have done something special and uh, we lost 2-1 at home to Chelsea who weren't a great side that season, uh, unfortunately, you know, in the 29th. And we were then turned over pretty comfortably 3-1 by Man United uh, at their place. So that that put a real dint in, you know, in the plans because we were looking like we were top of the league on possibly on Christmas Day or just before. Yeah. So, that, you know, everyone's kind of thinking, bloody hell, here we go again, yeah. league, league challenge. And you just have to take points from those two games and it's points away from yeah, exactly. the side you challenge them, isn't it? I mean, we then then memorably turned over Leeds three one in a fantastic performance on the twelfth of January, and I think Leeds were top of the league actually going into that game. So we did the, the we did the double over. No wonder we never win the league. We're just playing top of the league every week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've got to crack on. But the, the season after that kind of petered out. Unlike the first half of the season, we picked up a lot of city draws. You know, Ipswich at home two two, Fulham at home one one. At the end of the season, it was it was really difficult. I mean, we did manage to turn over. Quite famously, the Markhams 1-0 at their place. Nikos Davizas, fantastic yeah. fantastic scenes. Uh-huh. And then, yet again, we came to the business end of the season when we were right up at the top of the league, I think. We are third against second, us against Arsenal. 
They turned us over 2-0 with a certain Dennis Bergkamp scoring a, a famous goal. Sai is going to give us another clue for his game. Yeah, you, you faded that in perfectly there. Yeah. Seamless. <laughs> Seamless. Uh, yeah, I'll introduce another name. Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. She's playing with Diego Gavalan. <laughs> I don't think he's played with Diego. I remember that Bergkamp goal vividly. Well, I was just, just about to ask you, Mickey, what did you make of that goal? Because I thought you'd be a, a good person to ask. So what, what are your memories then? Actually, I remember. I just I remember it happening vividly. I think it's the best goal I've ever seen live. You think he meant it? I, I, he definitely meant it. But it's it's such a ridiculous skill. It just I I don't think he meant it. I, I, I don't. I've always wanted this. I think he did. He still tried to flick it. Looked behind him, saw where the ball was going, and just because Dabizas was so slow, <laughs> he just got to it first. Like I'm not nah, convinced I, I, he knew exactly it. what he was doing. I, there. I think it. I think it was completely on purpose, and I, I think it was. Absolutely brilliant. I don't think any defender in the world could defend against that. Me and that Arsenal side were a cracking side. That, you know, or, you know, some Arsenal fans would argue that, that that side played better football than the side that went unbeaten because the, the calibre of the opposition this season, like you say, Man U with the players they had, we were good. We we, we were decent. Liverpool were excellent that year. It was year. a different time. It was a, it was a time when having two class wingers meant you were good. Like yeah. Robert Solano, they had Perez and Overmars obviously smashing yeah, down the Man wings. Man U, like Giggs and Beckham. And yeah. uh, Overmars, Overmars was long gone. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was that Youngberg? Wasn't Youngberg, it? Yeah, Youngberg. Yeah, yeah. It was class back then as well. But, but as I say, and then we then we went over and got turned over midweek three 0 by Liverpool, and it's title challenge over kind of before <laughs> it's, before it really began. Newcastle, you know, looking down the the fixtures, my memories of it, they just didn't have the defensive stability to, to be able to, 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 to mount a title challenge. I mean, we ended up finishing fourth that season, qualifying for the Champions League the first time that um, you know that you could qualify for the for, for fourth place, got the Champions League. Um, but we only had a goal difference of twenty two. You know, uh, Man U above us had a goal difference of thirty seven. Um, sorry, forty two. Liverpool 37, finishing second. So there was just, we just conceded way too many goals. But, you know, we got in the Champions League. It's a fantastic season. Two really good cup runs as well that season. Got to the quarterfinals of both cups. Got done by Arsenal again, 3-0 uh, in a replay uh, in the in the quarters of the FA Cup. Arsenal went on to win it that year and complete the double. And then, in addition, you had uh, getting done 1-0 in the quarters of the League Cup by Chelsea. So... A really, really good season and the start of something pretty positive and it was like Robson had taken over this shambles and this mess and we used to spend a bit of money in those days, but it wasn't, you know, ridiculous. It wasn't sugar yeah. daddy type money and it just would just forge this really <laughs> exciting what? You can't say that and not expect one out in a sugar daddy type money. Well that's what you call like someone you know, Roman Abramovich is like a sugar daddy at Chelsea. Is he? Yeah. yeah, look at it. Google yeah. it, sign. Yeah, it's true, sign. Does anyone want to say anything else on O one O two before we move on to the O two O three season? And Sai talks us through that. No. Oh well. I said I've got fond memories. Talking through is probably a bit strong. Well, no, just there's any other memories you wanted to say. Anything I've missed off? Silence. So, <laughs> <laughs> the O two O three season, Sai. Do you want to uh, start us off and take us through that? Yeah. Um... Uh, it was my first um, year as a, as a season ticket holder, so a lot of the matches stick in my memory more than most. Um, it was back in the days when John Carver just seemed like a decent bloke, just, just <laughs> <laughs> num- number two to Robson, seemed like a nice lad. Um, and he uh, was, I don't know why I'm talking about John Carver, really, irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> part of both. It's, it's more of a contrast of what, what we see of this bloke now. Um, 
Yeah, so Ochoa 3, I actually missed the first game of the season because I was on holiday in, like, I don't know, some stupid family holiday in Alcudio somewhere. It was like West Ham 4 0. I was there. I Level 7. So I came, Monday I, night. I came back. I remember that, actually, yeah. I came back and um, got to the Leeds game. It was my first 2-0. season ticket. Yeah, we got beat 2 0. Alan Smith and Viduka, maybe. Can I tell you a little anecdote about that Leeds game? Go on. Uh, Green Street's Gran, lovely woman. <laughs> um, used to go and rather than me have to skip, skip school should go and queue up for the tickets and as I said Leeds and Sunderland went on sale the same day <laughs> so if <laughs> really? you queued up like three hours like you used to have to do in those days in the morning <laughs> to get tickets so obviously I was massive mad keen to get my first ever Newcastle Sunderland game Sunderland were a disgrace still are but even more so then at the time and uh, I think obviously these are the days before like mobile phones really people had them but not 13 year olds Yeah. so uh Green Street knocks on my door, <laughs> like round the corner. You're playing out, yeah. I'm coming out in five minutes. Do you get? You go and get them tickets. Yeah, she did. She could, she, she could only get Leeds tickets, so she could only get Leeds tickets. Well, well, actually, I told her to get Leeds tickets, and I was like, "You'd rather go to Leeds than Sunderland." He went, "Leeds are class. They've got Harry Kuehl, Mark Viduka, all these players." I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, what a absolutely good. Then not only did we absolutely smash Sunderland in the easiest ever derby yeah, win going, yeah. we got turned over two 0 by Leeds on a, on a night that we battered them. But why don't you run through the transfers first time before we go? Um, was Viana? That was the uh, I, I met Viana on my first night in uh, Newcastle. I was at a wedding at the Gosford Third Park Hotel in. Um, Your I first think, night in Newcastle. Sorry, his first night. His first oh, night right, in Newcastle. A, sorry, the first night I ever spent in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. But um, yeah, I was at a wedding and I just I think we were must have been leaving. Uh, it was at the Marriott um, at Gossy Park. Yeah. And I just remember coming down to seeing this lad, the biggest beard you will ever see. And thinking, flipping egg, is that who I think it is? Like eighteen year old, but he just looked like he was a fifty year old bloke. Massive yeah. bushy beard on him. I remember thinking, oh, I've got to get his autograph. I literally had nothing around, so I had to go and ask the reception, who literally ripped off an envelope, just gives a scrappy bit of brown paper, and was like, yeah. "Can I have your autograph?" It was a funny one for Viana that season because we bought him, and it was, it was quite exciting. He sounded like you know this young Portuguese player. I think the, the, the he's one of the like hottest prospects. The, the anecdote is that we had a choice between him and uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo and we went with Hugo. I stand by it. I think it was a great choice. <laughs> no, but it was a shame because, like, Oi, Ronaldo, do you want to come play for Man yeah. United? No, I think I'll go and play for Newcastle. Oh, but <laughs> like, he was—he was a creative midfielder. Adwo already had, and and he just couldn't get in the team. Our midfield was that good. Yeah. He just—he couldn't get a right place. He got moved out on the wing a lot. Oh, didn't he? I was going to say uh, it's just—it's for, for Hugo Viana to see Remy Cabela. So, like, you're an attacking midfielder who plays yeah. in the centre row. The role just doesn't exist in England. Mm. So, what we're going to do? Hug that touchline. Play, play left that. wing. No, but play left wing. Robert was was a pretty much a stalwart there. Solana and Robert, if they were fit, they were on the wings. Yeah. Kieran Dyer and Gary Speed sent him in. Like, and Genius was in there as well. Yeah. It was very hard for Hugo Viana to get a game, especially because we just kept winning. Like, and well, Andy just wasn't that good. If you look about his career after that, he never lived up to that potential. He, uh, his career went downhill yeah. back in back to Portugal. He had, a, he had a successful career, but he never played for the top Portuguese sides. You know, yeah. I just don't think he well, was that Benfica. good a player. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who else did we bring in? We had uh, Titus. Oh, Titus. Who, who could forget? The next, like, Saul Campbell, according to many. <laughs> yeah, he was the big thing, wasn't he? In How much did we pay for him? Five. Five, six million. Yeah. But it was, he was one of those defenders. I don't know why, but everyone rated him because he was he could take the ball from the back, push forward, yeah. and then just unleash a ridiculous shot. Never scored and I think them, he's got. I think he's got one out of, like, 100 <laughs> attempts or something stupid. Yeah. But then he got this reputation because he did it once. That, oh, yeah, that's what he does. I he's do, a, ma- do. a marauding centre-back. It was later on. It was was it um, about or five or six? Titus at the end of the season, last game. Chelsea scored an overhead kick. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. St- st- like tumbling at the net, <laughs> and it just went in. 
Um, no, I've got no other fond memories of Titus. He was fairly shite, wasn't he? Never. Um. <laughs> My best memory of Titus was when he got sent off for something. Yeah, that yeah, was funny. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, in January or February of that year, we bought Woodgate to because we you know it was really looking like we could win the league, but we couldn't defend. So Robson was like, "Right, we need a defender. We've got Woodgate." Was Again, it last season? Yeah, it wasn't actually transfer windows then. You could buy oh, players yeah. all the way through to like March. I'm sure though. That I think that was the first transfer window. It couldn't have been in February. Watford no, last day of the transfer window, which I think was first of February back then. Nah, uh, Wikipedia wasn't. thinks differently. It was uh, February apparently, and then we bought Darren Ambrose in the same year, which I had no idea. <laughs> in March, so that must have been just Less before the transfer two, window. Two windows came. maybe. So yeah, what, what a March and a Feb. <laughs> I don't really think Ambrose featured until the following season. Um, he was just a prospect. I think yeah. um, it was just one looking forward Basically to the future. Basically, probably Reed Ipswich. <laughs> yeah. It was all your best players. <laughs> Jonathan Woodgate was the only standout sign there. I mean, he had fitness problems, but I think. In his first thirty odd games for Newcastle, if he started, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't lose the game. He was a game changer when he was fit, wasn't he? He yeah. was. I mean, he what he should have played so many more games for England if he'd have been fit. Um, I mean, the fact that he he still got his move to Real Madrid despite um, all his injury problems just shows how good a player he was. He was, and how rate, how highly rated he was. Before talking about the league that season, we may as well discuss the Champions League. Yeah. Great memories. We were yeah. too young. Can I, my my memory at the time of the Champions League was how expensive the tickets were. These are the days as a kid, yeah. getting an under sixteen ticket was like nine quid at Newcastle for level seven. <laughs> so when we went up to to get tickets for like Dynamo Kiev at home, and as a child we were like twenty six quid, please. We were like, that's literally all of my money yeah. I have <laughs> in the world. So I, I didn't I didn't get to go to any of the games apart from Dynamo Kiev. Uh, and then into Milan. I was just the luckiest kid in the world. So um, my dad. <laughs> My dad had a doctor friend whose son had a season ticket with his dad, but he didn't like football. So he <laughs> basically just pied his ticket. I got it, but they'd already signed up for every cup game, every championship. Yeah, you could do that, get, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got everything. I went to every game. It was so good. Obviously, yeah. It was back in the day when going out in the third round wasn't a massive deal. Like We, we went out of both third rounds, I think, yeah. in the domestic cups, but obviously the Champions League was a different... Whole different world of uh, being in a I mean, we, st- we started off against, I mean, here's a draw to, you know, <laughs> FK Zeljeznikar or something <laughs> yeah. from Bosnia. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the third best team in Bosnia, Tedder. Thanks very much, lads. Cheers, Michelle Pagani. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, yeah, compared to the following season, getting Partizan Belgrade, yeah. which was a difficult game. I mean, if you look at the group on the face of it, it was considered to be a very, very hard group. If you consider Man U every year, seemingly in the Champions League, just get DOS groups. Yeah. Easy teams. Obviously, yeah. we, the, we didn't have any kind of seeding or ranking. We turned up, we've got Feyenoord, uh, Dutch champions, we had Dynamo Ju- Kiev. Juventus, who eventually got to the final, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, lost to Milan, and Dynamo Kiev, Ukrainian yeah. champions. It's, it's, it's oh. funny you should mention the ticket prices, the, the attendance for that Dynamo Kiev game was only about 40,000. 40, yeah. because, it's because of the ticket prices. Yeah, that's what I mean. People back then weren't used to paying 48 quid yeah. for a game, like I think, a, I think an adult ticket was 25 quid or something yeah, like that, I mean, for, the, for the very top for the very top the, fixtures the Freddie Shepard regime obviously thought like Champions yeah. League everyone's going to be buzzing for this and we'll just uh, absolutely extort it first team ever in the history of the competition to lose our first three group games yeah. well, I think and, that was and someone did the someone get did it it's one yeah. of those things <laughs> I was going to say not the first to lose all three games yeah. I'm sure there's been plenty of done that it's one of those things like you always remember where you were when like Princess Diana died all these like <laughs> big events in history I always remember that moment that Bellamy scored that th- like the, the winner in that game yeah that was unbelievable like, shall I play the commentary again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy laughing at how bad your editing skills were to notice where any of the clips <laughs> yeah. are from. Was that included? I mean, that was just it. I mean, Andy Andy Griffin scored a Champions League goal. 
He didn't because it got put down as a Dranhuidji Buffon own goal. Well, <laughs> that's very true. It was off but still. Maybe. I remember more. Andy Griffin's goal the following league game at home to Charlton. Yeah. That was an absolute rocket. Mickey, did you manage to get any of the Champions League games, the group stages? Yeah. Um, the, the first group <laughs> stage. When a Dino Kiev. Uh, I think that was it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I had a season ticket at the time with my mum and dad. My dad went to those games. I think my dad was a hate of going with his two kids and his wife. Went <laughs> <laughs> to those games without us. Especially his wife, Mickey. <laughs> Um, Alright, yeah, sexist. This might just be my kind of the naivety of youth, but the thing that I remembered about all of the teams in the Champions League was how hard it was to get the ball back off them. Yeah. Even Dynamo Kiev, if if you passed the ball to them, you didn't see it again for five minutes. And I I remember turning up, I'd never heard of Dynamo Kiev, even though we'd played them in ninety seven, ninety eight, and obviously played and got beat two 0 away in the at the first half of the this group stage, I turned up thinking we'll beat Dynamo Kiev like eight. Honestly, I remember Dynamo Kiev here. from um, Champions League first time wrong. So I remember yeah. John Barrett scoring. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I went that one as well. Did you really? I didn't know yeah. any of their players, and yeah. then they just turned up and they just like sliced through our two banks of four. Yeah. So easily, deservedly yeah. took the lead. Could have been two or three 0 up, and we were kind of snaked the two one win. That was another um, outstanding memory of that season, though. I think we came from one nil down and one two one about six or seven times in yeah, the whole season. Definitely. Like, you, it was one of those, like, the anti Pardew formula. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little bit young and naive, but I went to a game and we go one nil down, and I literally was like, "Well, we're going to win. Well, we'll definitely win." Like <laughs> you just, you weren't even worried. You knew we'd, <laughs> that's we'd come back. to do with you, isn't it? Because now, if you could, it, it's not just Newcastle. Because I think here's me pulling a stat out me. The uh, um, <laughs> if, you're, if you you know if you go ahead in the Premier League, you're something like seventy six percent chance likely to win the game. Yeah, that that was back in the day, that go behind plucked. was a setback, not a disaster. Yeah. These days, you go one nil down, and that's it. Yeah. It's just because I think teams. It's the whole professional element now. Teams know how to game manage and see games out, don't they? Yeah. Basically, shut up. Well, shop. I think it was, it was part of the, the, the pace thing we had. We had Dyer Bellamy, etc. So when it got to like the seventieth, eightieth minute, other teams are starting to tie, and those yeah. two were just just could tear like, teams yeah. apart yeah. Yeah. When, when they were fit. Yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just on the Champions League again. So we, we did Dynamo Kiev two one. It was like, oh, there's a chance. There's a small chance. Yeah. And then um, obviously the Juventus game at home, which was better attended. Juventus had some good players. Nedved, uh, Del Piero, Springer, yeah. Mind, yeah. Um, DP, Buffon. I remember the <laughs> DP. <laughs> the away game this is kind of childish the away game when we got beat 2-0 in Turin I don't, oh, we obviously us three sitting in the studio and making on the phone we had a fair share of enjoyment of the Europa League campaign but that Champions League campaign Milan uh, Rotterdam Turin <laughs> some fantastic places to visit very very jealous of the yeah. the people that got to go but I remember being so nervous watching the Juventus game away and we were held our own I think we only had one or two chances held our own quite well in the second half and Del Piero got a free kick just outside the box and I did this thing where I thought right I'm going to turn over <laughs> while he takes the free kick and make it not happen and make it not like <laughs> and, make, and, th- and think it would be okay and I turned back, o- turn back over and he was wheeling away in front of the fans <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so beat Juventus at home 1-0 fantastic atmosphere I just remember being blown away by the atmosphere then I think I was in the southeast corner near the front and just everyone was so buzzing everyone was like to beat Juventus at home for some weird reason we played in the away kit so no joke me dad I, I don't know if he liked me saying this and if he's listening but for the first five minutes of the game he thought we were Juventus <laughs> <laughs> he went who's that in there <laughs> with, with the long blonde hair and I went it's Pavel Nedved 
what did he sign for? <laughs> no, that went well played in Warwick. Oh, right. I'm sure he wasn't the only one that That's night. That's bizarre though, like that the word like play. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, we wore black and white stripes in train. Makes no sense. Yeah, bizarre. But yeah. Maybe it was part of the advantage of give it, sort of trying to equalise it out, maybe. I mean, we may as well get on. Well, those days, the much better way of doing the Champions League. Um, you had the group stage followed by another group stage <laughs> exactly the same loads of games loads and loads of matches like so lucrative probably yeah. <laughs> so many games like basically the, 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 new, the, the initial Europa League what we're going to do is we're going to put you in a European competition and you're going to play every team in Europe at some point if you want to win <laughs> it well, it's just a, it's giving you a home and away option one so we've we got Bayer Leverkusen uh, beaten finalists the previous year although they were in turmoil the illustrious Inter Milan with like, Vieri Crespo Zanetti Ricobo um Cordoba, a host of ridiculous players, um, yeah. and then obviously finally we had Barcelona. Not a, not a, not an easy group, yeah. is it? <laughs> no. But in those days, we saw that group and like wouldn't get through. It'll be tough, but you know we went to Barcelona with um, after the first game against Inter Milan, we got beat four one. Another performance where it was just a level of football that I just hadn't seen before. Ah, Inter Milan was it? so Bell- good. Bellamy getting sent off, killed, and Shearer yeah. getting suspended, but. Yeah. Mickey, I'll bring you in this. Did you manage to make it to any of those games? Any memories from that second group stage? Not that I remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I distinctly no, remember Patrick Clivert and thinking, you know what, I bet he plays for the team one day. Right. But we may as well start off that Inter Milan game. They scored straight away yeah. and it was just an absolute disaster. Bellamy got sent off, rightly, <laughs> for headbutting Matarazzi, who came, had form in that later <laughs> on in his life. Um, <laughs> Shearer got done for an elbow, respectively. So we ended up turning up at the new camp. <laughs> with Schuller and Lois <laughs> we all know what happened next. It poured down with rain. Was it was Van Holland in charge of Barcelona again? He was in charge of the first time we played. He was, yeah. He was in charge of ninety seven, ninety eight. Fraud. Uh, he was in char- <laughs> Podcast listeners will know what I'm referring to. Um, and then he was in charge again, and we got we got done three one. Schuller scored that famous goal. Newcastle played well, um, and then it came that we had those two games against uh, Bayer Leverkusen, smashed them three one at home. And three one away, Lawalawa and Sholas both getting goals as well as a Shira Hatrick. I think they were the whipping boys of the group. Mm. And we went we went into Milan with a great chance of getting through. We should have won that game. I remember Solano hitting the bar from about thirty five yards, ridiculous. And then that Barcelona game size he said at home it was like it never really kicked off. I couldn't afford to go, I couldn't get a, just money at the yeah. time being a kid. You went on that one? I did, yeah. I just remember Patrick Clivert because at the time he was you know, he was the big so thing, good. wasn't he? He was yeah. such a good player. And obviously I had no idea he was going to play for Newcastle at a slightly higher weight. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I say, the, the standard of football, I mean, I'd seen nothing like it. Like I say, it's my first season watching football live, watching a team like that come play at St James's Park. I mean, you felt privileged. I think when they scored their first goal, they, they got a, an ovation. I can't remember, was it was it Clive at first? Yeah. But there, there was, you know, there was Newcastle fans actually like on their feet clapping because they were so good. Like that, That's what, how it was. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it. Everyone's going to say this, but I know it sounds a bit weird, but the the Champions League then was better than it is now because there wasn't the gap. Like now, Barcelona are just ridiculously good. Yeah, like you, you didn't get there. Well, it wasn't it wasn't all hyped up by like the media stuff. It was just like the best teams in Europe playing each other and playing yeah. really good football matches. That's not but really it's, what it's, it's about it's, now. It's, it's it's but the, the the gap between the top and the small teams now is so great. So you'd get a team like Bayer Leverkusen then who were like 12th or 13th in the domestic leagues because they're having a mare. Yeah. Um, and they could give us a game and they gave Barcelona in the games. They weren't like 
disgraced by any means. <laughs> now, if, if, now when, when Barcelona played Bayer Leverkusen last season, like Bayer Leverkusen was second in the Bundesliga, they did them like 11-0 on aggregate. Yeah, it's, not, it's just not yeah. as fun anymore. And yeah. Maybe someone is probably thinking, I'm talking loads of rubbish, there was loads more goals, but does it? there was loads more hammerings. It just didn't seem like in Europe at the top level, you didn't get... Barcelona I suppose it was just I, I think what you're saying it was just there wasn't an outstanding team that dominated whereas I mean generally that, that sort of through those years you, it was very difficult to repeat like the teams that won it never there was nobody who was going back even to the final the following year it was that that tougher sort of job because as you say there was a lot of games and just the quality was so high I mean as you say we had a group a, the first group was quite tough um but then the second group, I mean, all all three of those teams were brilliant. I mean, Bayer Leverkusen, okay, we're having a bit so of mare. Some but good players. They lost uh, Balak, Balak to Bayern yeah. Munich, but they still had some cracking players. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and then Barcelona and Inter Milan. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, were just unbelievable. The, the teams they could put out. So, and I, I think we hold we held our own. Like that's the credit to. Her. We did. We're, we're not. Good. We're going to run out of time, so we'll leave the two thousand three four season for next week. We probably. Summers up quite well with all this positivity going on, but yeah, what what a time to be a Newcastle fan. Yeah. Um, Sign, why don't you take us through the league campaign that year because that was you know pretty special as well. Well, I said I think we we lost that game to Leeds and we didn't lose again until was it Man U played like after Christmas. Really? Um, I'll uh, I'll just check my little uh, quick sheet. No, we, we, we <laughs> don't think we went and beaten that long. Like at that. home, at home. I mean, at home, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like so, going. No, to we, games, only, we only lost two home games that season. Yeah. Yeah, Man U and Leeds. Going to home games, like I said, you just even if it went one or down, you just knew we were probably going to win this game. Like it's just obscene. Um, outstanding memories, obviously, were Shearer a lot of the time. Shearer scoring against Man City, the fastest goal. Yeah, I don't acknowledge anything since it's still the fastest goal. <laughs> um, obviously, Shearer against Everton, the most ludicrous volley I've ever seen in my life. That was a, that was a funny game because that was just I think it was just after Inter Milan, possibly, possibly, and yeah. Everton Everton battered us. Like yeah. that, that was <laughs> Everton. Played I, I remember really, really it, well. yeah, it was against the run of play. It was kind of everyone was feeling a bit dejected because the Inter Milan had kind of knocked the stuff out a bit. Um, and then yeah, just out of nowhere, it was. In fact, it was uh, the week before we'd got smashed at Man U again. Like we'd, we'd lost a couple of games, and then yeah, we weren't playing well. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> bounces off Shola's head, and Shearer. <laughs> I, I, I lost my uh, just lost myself. <laughs> When that when that went in, <laughs> I was like, "It's the best goal I've ever seen." I mean, there's, there's been great goals, much better goals, I'm sure. Scored. I watched it on Prem. What was it called? Premier League Plus. Prem Plus, yeah. Yeah, where it was fifty quid for fifty games extra. <laughs> yeah. But like trying to convince me, Dad, to get it. Dad, it's a pound a game. It's now. I'll yeah. pay for it. <laughs> pocket money. <laughs> there's like one Newcastle game in the whole season. <laughs> worth it though for that. It's it's worth talking about that Man United game because the the first one was it five three. Yeah, Shearer free kick rifle, oh. like the, the best free kick I've ever seen. He hit it with the outside of his foot. <laughs> but this is the time; these were all the best goals I'd ever seen. Like to date, <laughs> yeah. Go on, is that the one where Bernard scored across? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bartes again. Bartes, man, you yeah. could have had ten. <laughs> like we're so we're yeah. so poor defensively. Uh-huh. Like, it's for, for aspects of that season, they were just so shaky that like you wonder if if would it's easy to look back. If we'd have just bought some decent defenders, because <laughs> yeah. defenders were rubbish, there was no way Nikos Dabby's ass or Andy O'Brien were getting any of the other teams around us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's not fair because we bought Woodgate at the start of that season. And, and we improved defensively as a result. Defender, like, but, but he only played a handful of games. I mean, yeah, he was injured a lot. And we bought him in February, not the start of the season. <coughs> oh, fair enough. But that's, <laughs> I mean, that, that Man U game, is, it's one of those you always say it on um, 
Prem, uh, Premier uh, League Gold or whatever it is on Sky, like it's constantly on all and the time. If you look at it as well, we were the masters, and we still are, but then being a good team, we were the masters of just pulling out a terrible result from nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So after the start of the season, we got beat, like you say, side by Leeds 2 0. We then got thumped in London by Chelsea. Yeah. Then we went on a, four, a three match winning streak, only conceded one goal. What happened next? 5 2 at Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> It's just we're, we're hard at it, isn't it? It's like the, the season's littered with decent results, common performances, and then like four three at Bolton, like <laughs> conceding <laughs> loads and loads and loads of goals. But I mean, again, once after that Bolton defeat, we didn't lose between we didn't lose in the whole of January and February. Yeah, um, you know, we beat Liverpool two one. Beat sorry, beat Liverpool one nil. Beat Spurs two one. Beat Man City two nil. Beat Bolton one nil. Beat Spurs away. Uh, beat Leeds away three nil, which is a fantastic performance. Yep. Uh, did Chelsea at home and then just just as that momentum was starting to get built up towards another title challenge chance of winning the league 1-0 at Middlesbrough McLaren um, <laughs> when it was a really I just remember being a really 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 poor poor game yeah. we hardly created a chance like it's Jeremy scored we did Charlton 2-0 we got a bit of revenge on Blackburn and at this point it was like right business it, end here it, we go know, here we go um, we're, we're, it's April and we're within a couple of points of the top of the league what happened next Si Everton away do you remember the scandal um, go on <laughs> Mickey do you remember Everton away it's one of the, it's one of the seminal moments in, in Newcastle history potentially we played Everton away Everton were struggling that season I think I think they were battling against the drop I'm not sure but they weren't a good team anyway this was Duncan Ferguson Kevin Campbell <laughs> under uh, Mickey's favourite manager David Moyes <laughs> had just taken the job the year before was that when they were in like relegation? Well, Sai, where did they finish that season? Although I got the league tables because um, we do have a I've list of league tables. Yeah, yeah. That's the. Oh no, Everton finished seventh that season. So in fact, they were they were pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Everton. Um, they went one 0 up. You're really painting a picture. Well, it was. I, I, I was so aggrieved by it at the time. So angry as a kid, like it was just it's, it's ringing a bell, but I, I can't criminal. Well, here's what happened. Uh, they took the lead. Robert scored an absolute screamer. We'll have to get it on YouTube after this. We'll post it on the Twitter page as yeah. well. Unbelievable goal from the left-hand side. Just smashed it top of the net. Yeah. Second half, playing really well, creating chances. Should have took the lead. I think this I think this might have put us joint top of the league going into the Man U game the next week. Probably. Thomas Gravison, like, red card challenge, over the top of the ball, onto Olivia Bernard's yeah. knee. Yeah. Or ju- just a red card. Blatant, 20 minutes to go, no problem. All the Newcastle players go nuts. Bobby Robertson go nuts. John Carver griefing the linesman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happens from that? All the Newcastle players go nuts. They go down the other end and get a pen that wasn't a pen. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, win, yeah. they win the game 2 1. That was our chance to go top of the league or join yeah. top of the league. And it was just like, it was, so, it was it was just a red card. It was as bad as Callum McManaman against Hydara. Yeah. Was similarly, Similarly, we didn't even get a free kick. <laughs> didn't even get a free kick. It was a horror challenge. But not had to go off injured. I think he missed the rest of the season. Like yeah. it was just an absolute disgrace. Then the the big one. I've got I've got another story. I'll not ramble on. Man, you at home. Uh, first v third. I think. I think you, we you were third. You kind of feel honoured to have uh, watched Paul Scholes in this. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, poor I, I lost. I had a half season ticket that season oh, right. for the second half, and I lost my season ticket. And it was the days when the club were a little bit. Now, if you lose your season ticket, they just get your ticket to get in. Yeah. It was like I've lost my season tickets. And they were like, "You have to pay for a new season tickets, like fifty quid." I was like, "Don't I'm thirteen. I don't have fifty quid." <laughs> so I spent the whole day like turning my house. When people say oh, I've turned the place upside down, like pulling shelves off walls, and, like, <laughs> stuff like that, and I found my tickets like forty minutes before the match. Oh. I was like, "Mum, 
now we're good, we're good, <laughs> we're good, we're good now. Missed the first twenty minutes. Walked in as Genus hit that screamer volley yeah, yeah, from thirty goal. yards, and it's like we're going to win the league, lads. <laughs> <laughs> we are good. Well, I say lads, it was next to Green Street, level seven. <laughs> yeah. We are going to win this league. I absolutely buzzing. And like you say, what happened next? It was, was like it was like us at five aside on Wednesday. <laughs> Everything the hit just went straight <laughs> in the net. But it was just poor scores. It was like yeah. you say that it was so accurate. His, yeah. his timing, arrivals in the box, where he hit the ball. Yeah. It was it was a like it wasn't a pleasure to watch. You it couldn't was, stop it. And it was it was literally. I mean, it, if Newcastle got beat six one at home, now he'd be like, oh, for God's sake, it's happened again. <laughs> Whereas in those days, everyone in the stadium it was, was just, just like in shock. Shocked, yeah. Like yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, you don't. I mean, wasn't that when they took um? Did they they took Vikina and didn't bring anyone on as well, didn't they? Is that what they did? Finished with ten men. Yeah. What, what a performance by. I mean, man, you won the league that year, rightly rightly so. Um, but yeah, what a performance! And we're kind of stuttered away after that. Two draws and two wins. Uh, eventual league position of third, which is obviously the highest since 1996-7. Finishing the season on, we actually finished the season with fewer points than we did two fewer points in the season before. And man, you actually won the league with four fewer points than Arsenal. Uh, so what it, it, it wasn't really was the chance, wasn't it? It, it was. It was a great chance. 83 points is not a lot. I mean, Arsenal finished second that year with 78. They kind of threw away the league, and Chelsea took fourth place. Uh, from Liverpool on the last day, I remember that that last day of the season was crucial. <laughs> that last day of the season was crucial because if Chelsea hadn't have got into the Champions League, Roman Abramovich allegedly wouldn't have bought them. Huh. They would have bought West Ham and, or, and or, ruined football forever. Yeah, and ruined football. <laughs> uh, but Sai, I mean, so that, I mean, yeah. Again, oh two, oh three, we've kind of run out of time a little bit. But what a what a season and great memories and. World away from where we find ourselves yeah. at the moment. Well, why I like football, and it, we're thinking now what, what we turn up and pay six hundred pounds a season to watch. Like in contrast, it really does like <laughs> make you want. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't you know fans of other clubs who say Newcastle are deluded. It wasn't a hugely expensively assembled team, and if you look through Newcastle's yeah. team, a lot of the players wouldn't have got. You know, so, so that season, for example, we finished um, you know two points ahead of Chelsea, um, and the season before we finished six points behind Man U. Very few of our players would have got in those those teams. Yeah, yeah. Man U or Chelsea or even Liverpool or Arsenal didn't look at our team and think he'd start for us. So the the management of Robson really made that team achieve more than the sum of their parts. But we've run out of time in its size game, which we haven't. Yeah, we've got a few minutes, so I'll just rattle through the last few players. A shout out, if you know, or tweet in quickly if, <laughs> if you think you've got a chance. Uh, right, so we had so far Shola, uh, Nobby Solano, and Jermaine Defoe. Uh, Andy Griffin. In that order. Andy Griffin. No. Um, yeah. Nobby Solano a second time at a, at a different <laughs> club comes next at a different club in England in England Davies us no nope. so he was at Vial who was at Vial as well um, Shay given no I'll, I'll add to that Kieran Dyer at a second club as well with Nobby at West Ham West Ham correct so who played for West Ham Bellamy nope Mm, not good, good guess though, Maggie. Who who played for West Ham and Vile? Was this, did was, this Newcastle was it, player? Sorry, was he a regular? Like, yeah, it's not it's not a reserve like you did once. Not no, 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 no. Uh, Fr- Freddie Youngberg was also part of the West Ham team. Freddie Youngberg. It wasn't Kieran Dyer. Shaka Hislop. No. Nope. Um, any more clues? Jermaine Defoe was where? West Ham. Does he have West Ham <laughs> eleven? Yeah. Mark Faduka is my last clue. Art. Leeds. At Leeds. That was, Smith, that was before, no. before. So this player was with Mark Viduga at Leeds at before Leeds. Newcastle. Before Newcastle, Lebo, yeah, Lebo, get yeah. it. Oh, I was about to say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, I was just about to say. 
Um, I think that's all we've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Obviously, throughout the close season, we've got a number of different shows like this, looking back at different periods. Um, <laughs> Ben's just laughing at me here because we're going to play the theme tune again. Get in. Um, but yeah, just leaves me to say thanks so much for joining us, Mickey, on the phone. <laughs> He's been unplugged. How do you mean unplugged? <laughs> Mickey. Did you just unplug him? Thank you. <laughs> Uh, si and Ben thanks so much cheers I'm going to get out of the room before this terrible terrible (laughs) editing comes (laughs) out and we'll be back next Friday at 7 cheers Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.